third and final segment, second and final transition. Uh, let's end on a happy note, shall we? Because yeah. we got some cool audio over the weekend from the world of the NBA. You know that uh, the Golden State Warriors coming off their latest championship, not having the season, although playing better of late, not having the season that uh, one thought they may have so far out there in the West. But uh, Steph Curry and his adorable family once again proved that they are the royalty of the NBA. He was walking with his young son, young son Cannon, uh, after a game, and uh, you got this exchange. We can play at a high level with the best in the league. Um, I just got to keep putting together night after night and get back to who we are, but it's a great win. To protect our home court, get ready to go on the road. So that is uh, Steph's son, Cannon, turning around and saying hello to Uncle Clay there as he was holding his hand, and Clay goes up to him and smiles and kind of rubs his shoulder. It was just a really nice moment that reminds you that, hey, you know, at the end of the day, they're athletes, they're superstars, they're millionaires, but they're people just like us with families who want to spend time with them and who form bonds with their teammates. Yeah, that's spot on, Chris. Uh, I think we forget that sometimes as fans uh, and as sports talk personalities too. It's one of the difficult things, I think, when when we have the discussions about, oh, they got to get rid of this player or they've got to get rid of this coach. We... That's tough for me sometimes because I know these people on like a human level, not not just as players and coaches. Uh, and it, it, it's it's very, very difficult to uh, kind of press on with doing our job of holding these guys accountable. Uh, and and it, sometimes I think we go too far and it dehumanizes them. I always feel bad when I see someone lose their job. Like when Frank DeBoer, uh, Atlanta United's um, manager, got fired in 2020, I was I was really, really bummed by that because Frank was a good friend to Jason and I and very accessible, and we loved chatting with him, and, and now you're not going to see him anymore, and that sucks. You, you hate that. Uh, you you kind of forget that they are human beings with families. Now, on the other hand, there are, of course, Chris, the cynical, crusty reporters <laughs> who might accuse Steph Curry of having his son in the press conference room uh, as a decoy to make sure he doesn't get asked any tough questions. There is that theory out there as well. Um, you know, there, there's a prominent collegiate football coach who uh, often will bring his young children into the press conference with him after a loss. Mm. And deflection more- tactic. Yes, the more uh, cynical set of um, people in our industry might say, hey, he's doing that, so we don't ask him as tough a question, that we're not as confrontational. So it does go both ways. I'm not cynical, by the way. I I just I love to see the interaction. Um, And I think the players love it, too. Like, even the ones who don't have kids, I think they really, really like it when there are young kids around. It's just it's a change of pace for them. You know, and they can have fun and and let their guard down and and be Uncle Clay uh, in the the case of Clay Thompson there. Um, I think anyone who doubts the sincerity of any of this, we just point them back to the uh, Freddie Freeman press conference from last season where he couldn't he couldn't speak 
I mean, he was so emotional that it took several attempts to sit down in front of a microphone and address uh, the Atlanta media and the Atlanta fans. And he, he and his uh, lovely family became just such a big part of, you know, the game day experience for the team and the fans and, you know, social media. And you, you really feel like you get to know part of these people. And, uh, you know, we're coming up on one of these again with our guy Dansby Swanson, who was just here in studio at 92.9 The Game just a few weeks ago. A uh, very big decision for him, and he sort of took over the mantle from Freddie Freeman last year to become the leader, and he has a very tough decision to make. Does he want to keep those familial ties and keep the, you know, being the face of the Atlanta Braves as he starts his own family? He just got married over the weekend, so we're seeing countless examples of this just here in the ATL alone, Matt Ryan, you know, after 15 years, raised his kids here with his wife, and now he's in Indianapolis, maybe wishing he retired. So, you know, there's all sorts of uh, things that prove that these athletes are, Mike, they're just like us. They are. They really are. And that's why, and you're probably like me, you, you don't get intimidated. Like when Dansby Swanson was um, in here a couple weeks ago, we had a really good chat here in this office. Yeah. Because, you know, he's just a regular guy like you and I. In fact, he's a regular guy who likes talking about sports other than baseball. He was great. He was was great on the air, yeah. But but that's the thing. Like, we we don't get starstruck because we deal with these people on a daily basis, and we know, just like us, they're regular people. Um, That's why I always get a kick out of, um, and you probably get this too, Chris, like if you're – in a restaurant or at a Starbucks or a grocery store or something, you start talking and someone, someone goes, Hey, are, are you that guy on the radio? Um, like I always get a kick out of that because I'm just a regular guy buying, you know, a hoagie right. or, uh, or, you know, dog food or something like that. Like, I don't, I don't feel like I'm any different or any, uh, you know, any more special than anyone else. Uh, and I, I think these athletes, you know, deep down, they, they probably feel the same way. They just want to be, regular people sometimes and um goes back to what we talked about last week that's one thing i'm trying to do here at the radio station is just create a form for guys like dansby to come up here and just be regular guys yeah. who want to talk sports and hopefully our listeners get a kick out of that yeah they don't want they don't want the gushy gooey star treatment stuff to them that's that I, you you ask 90 percent of these now there are the select few that you know, give me my, give me all the heap the praise on me. My ego can't get enough of it. But mm-hmm. a lot of them just want to come in and hang out, and you know that that's so much of their life when they're on the field and when they're, you know, doing their doing their athlete thing. That when they're kicking it at a radio station or at an event somewhere, they just want to they just want to be like you and me, like you just said. So that's that's. You know, it's something that maybe the average fan doesn't get to experience as much as somebody like me and you do because we work in sports media. So between call-ins and meetings and events, we are a little bit more exposed to it. But you know, we're not we're not rubbing elbows with the with the no. upper crust every single day either. Definitely all not. Right. All right. Well, that will do it for this latest edition of the Off Air Podcast, Mike. It was good to have you back. I don't know if we'll have any equally. Fun stories next time about Christmas parties and doing Hawks games, but we'll do our best to keep the uh, listeners entertained and engaged about what's going on at 92.9 The Game.
It's always something going on here at the radio station, and uh, I love talking about it. So great to be with you again, and thanks to Dylan for filling in for me on Wednesday. I appreciate yep. that. Dylan Matthews did a great job. All right, check out Mike on social media at MikeConti929. I am at C. Thomas Radio, and this has been the latest edition of the Off-Air Podcast. All right. Thank you, Mike. You got it. No problem, man. I'll see you in a bit.